player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 171 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How are we doing? I've started thinking I should start leading these off with just welcome to the Two Player Co-op Podcast. We could... Yeah. If this is the first time you're seeing us, this is the two-player co-op podcast where just about every week, two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you go over to youtube.com slash two-player co-op, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, share the video with your friends, family, and everybody. Everybody, every bunny, every time in between. <laughs> if you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op. Just like our producers, Steve Appleton and Aunt Sue did, as well as our affiliates, Logan Wilkinson and James Solar, and our partner, Matt Mitchell. If you like t-shirts and stickers and all the like, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. Also, we are live right now recording this at twitch.tv slash two-player underscore co-op. We may start doing the... We've been thinking, I don't know the best way to do this. We may just start doing the podcast live over YouTube, but then I'm like, but then there's two. Maybe we record it and then just make it private and then do the podcast. I don't know. Best way to do that. We'll figure it out. But either way, and I also don't want to switch back and forth, like having to update the key and whatever from YouTube to Twitch when we do Twitch you for video like games, whatever. simulcast? No. Not that I... Ernie, Jose, let me know. I think you can only stream to one platform at a time. I'm pretty sure. Using OBS at least. Okay. I don't know if you can like stream to Twitch and then in YouTube say, "Here's where where we're streaming my feed from. is coming from." Is coming from you know I don't know. I don't think so because I mean I know you can do like Twitch. You can host other people and stuff. I don't think you can do that on YouTube. But I mean we'll figure it out at some point. Yeah. Uh, episode one seventy one. We've got a lot to cover. Um, so let's just get into it. Oh, no, first no time for hijinks tonight. We we have time, but we don't have a lot of time. Tomfoolery. Oh, by the way, I met this cute boy. No. At Aladdin last night. He's a service dog Aww. named Miles. No, he got a little vest on. Well, so is that just his "Don't pet me" vest? But you can pet him. Oh, I oh, just really? saw the red rockets there. But gross. <laughs> <laughs> but his owner was on a tour in Afghanistan. He got hit by a bomb. I don't know if it was an IED or what it was, but he got hit. He obviously survived. He was okay. But the dog also, I don't think it was the same explosion. He got hit by a bomb as well. So over his like right hip, his back right hip, I think it was. Well, I mean, he's only got one hip. His right hip. He's only got one hip? Yeah. Well, one, I'm saying <laughs> his back right as opposed to his front hip. Uh, he's got, he's got a big old scar there. He got hit by a bomb too, but they're, so they're, but you can pet him and stuff. So I was like, oh, hi, Miles. I love you so much. <laughs> Um, but before we talk about Aladdin, I want to give a shout out to Ricky Tiki who tweeted us this week and this is just what makes it just worth it period. Like this yes. is so awesome. He tweeted us both and he said, Hey guys, I appreciate the hard work you guys put in. Keep grinding brother. And he also said, I've been listening since day one. Much respect. So Ricky Tiki, Ricky Tiki at Ocampo331 on Twitter. Thank you so much. I hope you don't mind us giving you a shout out, but it's like whenever we get messages like that, it's like even if we're having it's, like, it's reinvigorating. Yeah. Like yeah. We, we've got the internet figured out that helps us, you know, get re energized and everything. Possible new gadgets coming up here. E- yes. I'm going to figure that out this week. Um, but just seeing tweets like that or YouTube comments or anything, it just absolutely means the world to us. So seriously, 
we say it all the time, but thank you so much for any messages like that. It's just awesome. Absolutely. Um, I did go see Aladdin on Broadway off of Broadway last night and it was good. Let me say the two best parts first and then I'll get into my gripes. So the best part, so the you ain't never had a friend like me. Quite possibly the coolest thing I've ever seen on a stage ever. Really? It was from the from the scenery to the choreography to the guy playing the genie. Like it it gives me hope like maybe I should just go watch Aladdin on Disney Plus. <clears throat> like cuz Will's awesome. But this guy just nailed it. And it was just, it was, it was, like I said, the choreography, it was the, it was word for word, pretty much the same song. There were explosions and it was just one of the coolest things I've ever seen in person. Second thing I really loved, they did have the magic carpet and I don't know how they did it because they were flying all over the stage and there was no arm underneath. I couldn't see any cables or anything. And it's Aladdin and Jasmine sitting on this thing and it's doing this and it's changing I directions. Yeah. Well, I sang it and trust me. <laughs> um, I've never, I, I don't know how, I don't know how they did it. I need to go back and just YouTube like how they did it. Um, Cause it was amazing. Now, did they have, cause remember in the movie, the carpet is like a character. Like he's no. just kind of, hang- they didn't do all that, but it would, but they flew on. They flew on okay. it. Uh, the carpet's only in it to be flown on. Okay. They almost made, Allusions to the fact that maybe Aladdin's cape when he's the prince is actually the carpet. Really? Because at one point they talk about the carpet and he's like, oh. But I don't know. My main gripes, they changed a lot from the movie. Now, like lyrics or like story? Story. Really? I mean, there were extra songs. Because when you think about it, the movie Aladdin probably had five or six songs. You can't make a musical with five or six songs. So you got to add stuff. That's why I'm so interested to see when when the Frozen musical eventually comes here, what they do with that. There was like this weird subplot about how Aladdin just wants to impress his dead dead mom. What? Yeah. Um, Abu. Mm -hmm. Not in it. Instead of Abu. That would have been hard to pull off. Iago was in it. But he is not a parrot. He's just a short, fat dude. That's weird. It was very weird. That's not he made allusions to, like, at one point, Jafar. Jafar was awesome. He was, like, he sounded just like he did in the movie. He was so good. <clears throat> but he made allusions to the fact that, like, at one point, Iago said something. What do you think? I am a parrot or something like that because he was repeating him or something. I don't know what it was. Or maybe Jafar said, are you a parrot? Or There, there was something that was like, uh-huh, you're a bird, but you're not a bird, whatever. Hmm. Instead of Abu, he had... Three friends that basically took the part of Abu. So there was so and anything with Abu in it in the movie obviously was not in this. Like, did one of his friends go up and steal the jewel? No, he or goes. That scene not even do you want a spoiler? Yeah, he go earlier when he was in the market with Jasmine. He sees a jade necklace hanging over here, and he's like, "Oh, that's fit for a princess or something." So he goes into the cave of wonders, <laughs> and how they did that was actually pretty cool. But then when he's down there, he sees a jade necklace hanging and he's like, he sees the lamp and he's like, oh, a jade necklace. Jasmine would like this. Fool! I said only touch the lamp. You are not the one to gain. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what makes it collapse. It just collapses. He still does the thing with Jeannie. Like, I bet you can't. You're all powerful, whatever. I bet you can't get us out of here. Ha <laughs> I didn't wish. All that happens is the, the, the cave of wonders just goes and it opens back up and they walk out. <laughs> but the best part of it was definitely the genie 
Um, Aladdin was fine. Jasmine was fine. It was just so I was like, I don't because I'm such. It's still my second favorite Disney movie of all time, and I'm not counting Toy Story and stuff. I'm just saying like animated Disney. Lion King, Aladdin, and then after that, I don't even know. Because then you get into Pixar and everything, and it's just what Toy Story is better than... And Frozen is way up there. I still haven't seen Frozen 2. I'll see that when it hits Disney+. Plus. Um, but overall, it was good. But me being an Aladdin purist, I was like, man, they just changed so... They changed so much, and they had to... But you could have done a boo. You could have just had a guy that's like... I mean, freaking Lion King had gazelles and stuff on you know, on sticks, like you could have done it, but I, I get it, whatever. Um, but I'm glad I went. It was, it was good. Not great. I I didn't think it was going to be great. Cause I was like, it can't be as good as the movie. There's just no. as the original movie. There's just no way I forget. Did you ever see the remake? Did you guys ever the live see action? It? Yeah. No. Okay. It was too it. close to Lion King where I'm just like, I don't care. Go away. Bring yeah. on Lion King. So. Yeah. But yeah, I might watch it on, Disney Plus. Uh, so that was fun. Also, Unity, Epic, and Microsoft pulled out of GDC, and then oh, guess what? It got delayed until the summer. The ESA is currently monitoring the coronavirus when it comes to E3. I don't like it. It ain't happening. It's not going to happen. I don't. Well, like that a I, don't bit. Know. I mean, it's June. I don't know how quickly they would have to make a decision. But I mean, we're into March now, as so we're recording this. It's March first. Um, I don't know. I don't. I mean, Sony's already. I, oh, we already have talked about this so much, but we're we're our hype levels are already down when it comes to E3 for sure. Mm-hmm. But now, if they don't even have it in the year when the PS5 and the Series X and Series whatever else are going to launch, like it would be weird to not have. E3. Yeah, yeah, and you can't. I mean, they can delay it, but it's weird if they're if GDC is going to be in the summer. Obviously, that could mean September for crying out loud. GDC doesn't really affect E3, but obviously you're not going to do them right next to each other. So I just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Kojima Productions has started teasing that they have an announcement coming for this week. Um, Metal Gear Solid 3 remake, baby. Stay tuned for E3 predictions (laughs) if it happens. Um, No, but one of the guys at KGP tweeted out, hey, sorry, I've been silent, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he's holding a pencil that says pyramid on it. And I guess a character I haven't played Silent Hill or any of them. Yeah, Pyramid Head. Yeah, and Plus then it he says, said, "Sorry, I've been silent." Next, and then on the notepad it says, "Next week." A lot of people are starting to theorize that Konami and KGP are okay with each other, and they're going to farm out Silent Hill to let Kojima. Not really, probably won't be Silent Hills, but to Just, let them yeah. make a Silent Hill game. I will believe it when I see it. I want PT. Yeah. I don't care if it's if it's Norman or not. That's inconsequential. Right. I want I that want game. that. Yeah, that story they were going to tell. Absolutely. Me too. Uh, a couple other quick items here. Kazuhisa Hashimoto. Do you know who that is? Is that the Contra guy? Yeah. I mean, yeah. The creator of the Contra Code passed away. I think he was only sixty-one years old, which it just seems like he should be older than that. Yeah. But I mean, talk about. Something that crossed over from video games to pop culture to everyday life is up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. Like, even if you don't know video games, you've probably heard that at some point in your life. And do you know what game it started in? No. I think I've... This may have been a did you know 
ones, but I know it's not Contra. Maybe. Oh, I don't have a Did You Know for this week. We got enough to this, talk about. This can be the Did You Know. <clears throat> Just do it now. Gradius, not Contra. Uh, it started in that he thought Gradius was too hard, so he found out this code, and then he spent the rest of the development cycle of it trying to figure out how to get it to still be in there in the final product, like have enough space for it or something. But yeah, Gradius, Gradius, whatever you want to say, was the first iteration of the Konami code, not Contra. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, it's talk about an icon. Yes, period. And he was a producer and, and stuff on a whole bunch of games at Konami. He did so much more, but obviously that's the one thing that he is known for more than anything else. When you create the Konami code, I mean, come on. Well, it's also one of those things. I mean, it's just a, <clears throat> a sad, you know, fact of life, I guess, where... I know I couldn't have told you his name. No. And I'm sure some people could, but prob- probably a lot of people couldn't. And it's one of those things where his name doesn't get out there for being that guy until he dies. It's yeah. just kind of sad. But. Yep, agreed. Uh, one other thing I want to talk about, and then we'll see if Sean's got anything to talk about. Jurassic World has started filming, and it is called Jurassic World Dominion. I freaking love the name. I will say I loved the name Fallen Kingdom. Yep. And again, I watched that movie when I went overseas. Not as bad as everybody makes it out to be. But I love that. It's like when I got tricked by the Batman vs. Superman trailer. Yeah. I kind of got tricked by the name Fallen Kingdom. and With like the, the embers. Yes. I'm like, oh, this is going to be so cool. But now this, when they when he tweeted, <laughs> when uh, Colin Trevorrow tweeted this out, he said, he, he showed like on his... Uh, what was it? Oh, it was on the clicker thing. It's the old logo. Yeah. With the red and the black and the... I was like, oh. But just the name Dominion, for what they're going for, the dinosaurs, I assume it means, have Dominion over our world now. What were you saying? I think it was you, even though you were probably just saying something that was said online. Um, I don't know if it would have been Trevorrow or who, but <clears throat> somebody had said this trilogy that world was like the blah and fallen kingdom was blah and that this now dominion is the blah like in terms they're all like different styles like the second one was obviously almost like a scary movie it was like a thriller and the first one was whatever and the third one was supposed to be the blank like it's more i don't know what but oh my god i remember saying that but now i can't remember what it was i think it was like Action, adventure, horror, and then I don't remember what the third one's supposed to be. Not Jurassic Park 3. It'll be better than that. I, I would bet money right now it'll be better than that. Um. Oh, God, I do remember saying that, yeah. but I can't remember what it was. No, you're right. It was. I mean, I didn't come up with it, but well, I definitely yeah, yeah, said yeah. it. Yeah. So, I don't know. What's up with you, bro? Um. I don't know. I don't have my rundown. So, are we talking about what we've been playing? Or is that later? We, I mean, unless you got something else to talk about. I got nothing. Sean. I've been playing a lot of Bioshock. I don't remember where I was last time. I think I I had beaten it last time. You hadn't beat it yet, but you were really? getting close. Oh, you were like 10, right. oh, yeah, I just in. beat it on yeah. Thursday. I beat Bioshock. No spoilers. <laughs> um, we had already talked about the... I was past, you know, that part. So I think we had talked but not really talked about it um the ending was cool um 
I don't know. There's not much to the 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 twist is kind of like the big yeah reveal kind of thing. And then but that's a that, good bit before the ending, before the end of the game. I should say. I would say it's at least well. Time-wise, it's probably about two-thirds of the way. Oh, wow. Okay. But, like, maybe three-quarters. Probably more like three-quarters. But I feel... I'm, I'm already forgetting now. It feels like it's been so long. But th- I think there's just, like, one main area. Oh, there's one big area and then, like, the final area, I think. So there's not much more, like, ground to cover, so okay. to speak. A lot happens, and the kind of takes a decent amount of time. I would bet once you get to that part, you probably still have three hours or so. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, But I beat it. It was cool. Um, I Oh, so there's some... I don't know if it's post-game. I don't know if it's like if it was already there and I just never looked, but there's some additional content, I think it's called, in like the main menu. Oh, there's the Burial CD DLC. I know that. That is, that's infinite. I'm pretty sure. Oh, you're right. Because it goes ties back to Rapture infinite somehow. Back to yeah. Okay, is my understanding. No, I think um, you're right. Yep. But there's like three other. They make a big point when you go to play. It's like this is not canon. This is just meant to be like a fun. Like here, go do this kind you're of stuff in this world. Still, whatever. it's like three little mini. Um. <clears throat> side quest kind of things yeah one of them was really cool the first one i don't know if you want me to tell you what it is but um and then the other one had potential and it wasn't as good and then the third one is just like um not a boss rush but it's like arena mode like you have mm-hmm. to fight you go in here and you fight this and then you go in here and you fight these guys and then you that go in here and you fight these guys it's just kind of a whatever the first one, I'll tell you what it is. It's just a cool, fun puzzle to solve. And it really, it's kind of, it's like procure on site kind of thing. And you have to go in and you basically are in this area with nothing. No plasmids. weapons, no plasmids, no nothing. And you need to find a way. Your objective is to kill the big daddy. And you need to like figure out how to do it. It's Really fun. I would suggest you do that. Okay. The other one is kind of weird, and then the other one you can probably skip. I mean, you can play all three of them. None of them take very long. Um, but I started Bioshock 2. I think I played a lot today. I think I'm very close to the end of it. Like, Jeez. Well, I don't know. I'm at this weird... It's. I almost feel like I'm at the equivalent of Would the reveal. Yeah. So for all I know, there's like a few hours left. It seems like I'm right at the end, but I'm starting to think something just happened to where I'm like, I was about ready to just like power through it. Yeah. And then they did something <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, I can't be that close to the end then. So I saved and quit. But by next podcast, I will have beaten it. Um, I like it. Hmm. Um, it's almost. I'm trying to think of what to compare it to. It's almost like closer to. It's very much a full game, but it almost plays more like DLC, like Uncharted: The Lost Legacy kind of a thing. You didn't play it, but right. But like, 
I think I looked it up, and I think it's two, maybe three years after Bioshock 1 came out. So it's not like they came out back-to-back, yeah. but it seems like a lot of the graphics are still the same. But it's a still lot of, in Rapture, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the weapons are the same, but, I mean, they're different, but they all have, like, a, a parallel. Instead of this, you have this. Instead of this, you have this. Yeah. Um, they improve on a lot of stuff. Um, the hacking infinitely better really how so um it's so it's live in game so you can start a hack i mean i guess that can be good and bad because you can start a hack and you're still getting shot at but all it is there's a little thing that pops up on the screen and it's this thing that goes back and forth and there's areas of nothing areas of green areas of red and areas of blue not in that order i mean it could be like green nothing red Nothing green, red, blue, nothing green, you know, whatever. And you, gotta... and you need to hit, sometimes it's like once, sometimes it's like four, and every time you hit it, you got to time it when it's in the green. Or if it's blue, you get like bonus stuff. So if you're opening a safe and you hit on the blue, you get extra cash when it opens. Okay. If you are doing like a turret and you hit blue, it does extra damage. Okay. If you go to like one of the ammunition or the vending machines and you hack it and you hit blue, it like gives you a free item. So there's like bonus stuff like that. You've also got one new weapon. Gosh, what is it taking the place of? I did get to the crossbow. So I assume my wheel's full. So I assume there's nothing else I'm getting. Well, there's one item in this game. Oh, so there's no flamethrower type weapon okay instead i'm like what is i never used a full that thing. i only used it at the end when i started running out of ammo yeah um the other thing you have so you don't have that but in this one you have like a remote hack thing to where if you see a camera over there you can just you don't have to get right you next can to shoot it, it yeah. and then the hack thing <laughs> pops up and whatever so the hacking is way better um the little sisters it's a lot more involved um, I can't really explain why without giving something away, but it's not just like kill a big daddy, harvest Harvester or rescue. Yeah. Um, you do still have those options, but there's a lot more to it. The weird thing, and it hasn't gotten me yet. Oh, that's why I think I'm close to the end. I got an achievement saying, uh, a trophy. Yeah. Trophy, whatever that popped up saying you um, have found, you've done something, because I don't think it cares if you save or whatever, yeah. harvest, kill. But it said you got all the little sisters. That's why I'm like, well, I got to be getting close. Weird. But then this other okay. thing happens, and I'm like, I don't know if I am. Um, <clears throat> but they switched it to where in this one now, square is rescue and triangle is kill. And I, the first time it popped up, I'm like, God, wait, what? Wait, Squares Rescue? Okay. So, I don't know. They flipped it in this game for some reason. Um, The Little Sisters, it's definitely more involved. What they do, it makes sense why it's this different way in this game. Um, It's not really better or worse. It's just more work. Um, Like I said, the hacking's way better. But other than that, it's very similar. You still have people talking to you like through like the radio kind of thing. Um, the map looks almost identical. One improvement about the map is it actually shows you where the little sisters and therefore the big daddies uh, are on the map. Okay. Um, 
I don't really like the map in one. It's just like you can't zoom in. It's you. It's still like, that same kind of thing. Here, to here. I'm like, what that? so they don't do that. They actually have like floors. So you can do L two R two to like change floors like instead of just saying Jedi this goes order. over to here. Yeah, they don't do that. So yeah, the map's a little better, but it's still similar. Um, you now have a melee attack. So circle does a melee. Um, and right now does your um, health kit, med pack, med, instead of what circle. am I saying? Yeah, yeah, instead of circles. So circles, your melee. First aid kit. First aid kits, yeah. So all in all, it's very similar. It's still fun. It doesn't seem to have as engaging of a story. And I don't know if there's going to be like a big twist. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I'm pretty close to the end. I think you should at least play it. I mean, if you get to the end of one and you're like, <clears throat> that was cool. I liked it. Play two. And I think you'll know... I mean, it's very similar. Yeah. If you've just kind of had it with Bioshock, then you probably don't need to play it. But if you liked it and you want more, play two. It's yeah. very similar. So I almost think that I, just depending on how this goes, I've been playing Bioshock this week. That's it. I almost would rather jump back into Infinite because it's so much different. I mean, it's still Bioshock, but it's in Columbia instead of Rapture and blah, blah, blah. And well, I, by the time you finish one, I'm probably going to be probably finishing gonna be two, Infinite, and then yeah. I'm going to be into Infinite, so we would probably be playing through Infinite. But I also, I got to play Hellblade. I've got to play that mostly because I can get a platinum for it. But yeah, um, I've been playing Bioshock, so I beat the, uh, what was his name, Peachy? The guy that you take the last time, I, was, I just took one picture. I went a little bit further. I got all the pictures. I started taking pictures of everything, and then it was like, I filled up a bar and I was like, okay, cool. I can go. Oh, they changed the camera system in two. Also. Okay. I, apparently, I'm supposed to be taking pictures of every enemy because it helps you get better against them. I've never done that. I was just, I had the little side quest to do them for Peachy, and that's all I've ever done. Um, Is it worth my while to take pictures of enemies? If you're not going for the platinum, okay. No. I mean, you I may want like to do can... it for like Big Daddies because you can get, you do bonus damage to them. So okay. that will come in hand. But like the regular like splicers, splicers and stuff, yeah. it's like I don't care if I do a little bit more damage; they're easy anyway. So just for your own benefit, you may want to do it for the big daddies. Okay. Um. But yeah, that was the other thing I didn't know until I talked to you, or well, I figured it out, and then I talked to you, and you're like, "Yeah, I didn't realize." Every time I saw a big daddy up until my last couple of playthroughs, playthroughs, my play sessions, I just when I see a big daddy, I'm like, "I have to kill you," but no, they just. <laughs> They just walk around. It seems like unless you engage them, then they will engage you and they'll kick you across the room and whatever. Um, so I didn't realize that. And then I started doing what you said. I was like, cause there's so many big dad, not so many, but a few big daddies I killed with no little sister. I was like, well, what the hell? And then I listened. You're like, just let him walk around. And then I, the last time I played, he walked <laughs> and then he goes, dum, dum, dum. she comes out. I'm like, ah, now I got you. And I wiped him out and killed him. That's the other thing that two changes is you, in two you just have plasmids and then you have like I can't remember what they call them but basically your support skill instead of in one where you have like engineering combat yeah. and something else I can't remember they just combine it all into one you've got your plasmids and then you have everything else you don't need to like ooh expand this one and expand right. this one and expand you just yeah so okay. that's that's better too it's better. <coughs> I will say, like I was telling you this off the air, I, I can now see when I'm at this point of the game, 
knowing the would you kindly twist, which again, I don't know everything it entails, but I know would you kindly means you're, he's making you do what he wants you to do for some reason that I'll figure it out when I beat the game here in the next couple of days. But knowing that twist, like the whole submarine exploding thing, I was like, there's nobody in that sub. There's not. The doctor didn't, when I had to, when, then I get into the, the garden area and I got to get the, uh, the, I got to get the, the anti whatever venom thing, whatever to put in the thing to save the trees and blah, 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 blah. And because before that, the lady, the doctor dies and she's nine, four, five, seven, whatever it was, you go open the safe. Then she's got to go do this bubble. I'm like, she's probably not dead either. They're all in this together. So it's like knowing the would you kindly twist definitely does knock this down a peg. Kind It reminds me how last of us, I knew the ending before I played it. Yeah. It was like, I know, I don't know exactly how it ends, but I know the gist of how it ends Knowing that before playing it, it just it does hurtin', hurtin'. It does hurt the experience. Hurt. <laughs> it hurtin'. Um, but yeah, the garden area. One of the first. Now the Houdini splicers aren't that bad, but the first one I had what you were saying yeah. last week. I had it happen where I walked up to this desk and I see like this wooden mask or something. I was like, well, that's weird. And then I hear some. I'm like, I can't, I can't move. And then I finally turned around and it's just like, bam! Houdini <laughs> splicer right in your face. And he's like, come here, beautiful, or whatever they say. They're freaking me out at first. They're not that bad now because you just kind of got it. And it's weird how the splicers fight each other. I didn't realize this my first couple hours either, but like you walk into an area and sometimes they definitely fight the big daddies, but then they'll be fighting each other and you can like wait for one to kill the other one and then go after one or Houdini splicer will like appear here because he's fighting another one that he doesn't see you. So you could just go up and like shotgun, shotgun him in the back to, to kill him and stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't have to fight all big daddies. I already talked about that, but the force factor. So I got to the Sander Cohen area. I said, I wrote down here my notes, WTF, the statues bleed. I beat that area. I did the three. You got to kill the three people and take a picture of them and put it up on the stage and then whatever. And then you fight him and he's in his bunny mask and he's kind of Houdiniing around as well. And killed him. But then I'm like, no, I'll just go to the next area. Okay. So I don't know what's up with these statues that are bleeding. Will I figure that out at some point? No. The, so I don't even think I noticed them bleeding, but what I think you're talking about. If you go up and hit them, if I hit them with my wrench or a shotgun, it goes with blood. So if it's the area I was waiting I'm for them to come of, alive or something. If, oh, I know what you're it's talking about. It's like the casino about. area and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, I remember that now. What I was thinking, because it is in that same area. Where they play dead. No, when you there's that frozen hallway. Yeah, and I was thinking because there are like frozen enemies in there, but yeah. those guys, if you hit them, they just they right. just shatter. But yeah, I remember the statues now. I don't know if it's like this guy's just like psycho and he's like taking these people and just like putting them in stasis. Or I, yeah, something. I don't yeah. know. I guess I don't think you're. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe somewhere there's one of those tapes you can get, and it explains. That. I haven't I listened know. to a single one of those because they're so. There's so many. I think when I'm done with this, I'll just go to Wikipedia and be like, what did I miss? Yeah. Um, but I beat that area, so now I'm in the part where I've got, was like, would you kindly go kill Andrew Ryan? And I don't remember if Atlas and Ryan are in cahoots. Don't tell me. Don't look at me. Um, I feel like they're not, but I don't know, for because it's Atlas that keeps saying, would you kindly? Andrew Ryan is the big bad. I'll figure it out here by the next podcast, maybe by the time this posts. Um, so what is like the area that you're in? Right I'm now? going down to the cool down the core or something. Okay. 
Am I getting close to the twist? I must be. I figure it's got to be after this I think area. it's right after you do that. It's basically right after. Okay. Because like within think I'm an in the, hour, I think you'll be there. I think I'm in the fifth blethosphere area. Yeah. The fifth area. <laughs> the fifth area you take a sub to. I think it's I was like boom, boom, space, boom, boom. And then I went to boom over here on the top right. Yeah. Um, so hopefully I'll be there the next few days. Uh, you'll get to the twist in your next session, I think. Okay, cool. As long as you I mean, give yourself a little bit of time, but yeah, I think I'll do it tomorrow night. Um, oh, don't forget Castlevania this Friday, Thursday. Oh, it's Thursday. It's the fifth. Oh, yeah, it's Thursday. Thursday. Well, I'm it's probably turn- we- I mean it's Wednesday at midnight, but yeah, yeah. I'm gonna turn off Twitter then because I'm gonna I won't be able to watch it till Friday because Jess going out of town Friday. How many episodes just- do we know? I think it's eight. But okay. don't quote me. But again, it's eight. I was going like, to quote you, but okay. it's eight at like twenty-two minutes. So you'll fly through. Friday night, I'm going to watch. They're only twenty-two everything. minutes. I guess I was thinking yeah. they were longer. No, they're like twenty-two minutes. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So I will fly through that. Yeah. So I'm going to power through it. But hopefully by then I'll beat Bioshock, so I can just watch that. And then maybe Saturday night because I got nothing else to do. I'll I'll either start Hellblade or I'll get into Bioshock Two or Infinite or something. Yes, I said Infinite. Um. The only thing I was going to say, my ongoing saga with Top Run. Yes. Major beef. Yeah. Yes, sir. I <laughs> One of the trophies that I had left, I had like four trophies, not counting the platinum, was upgrade everything. So I did that. I'm like, okay. Uh... Uh... Oh my God, are you freaking kidding me? No trophy pops. I go to look at my trophies. It didn't pop. I've upgraded everything. There's nothing else I can do. And it didn't pop. So I go to PSN profiles and I look it up. And finally, people are actually, they've started some boards about this game. Some forums. I was like, everybody's like, yo, trophies are completely glitched in this game. I'm like, oh my God, you got to be kidding me. So I was like, well, it's funny. I just can't. It's my first post ever on there is for freaking top run. I was like, well, I came here wondering if everybody else was having the same issue. And they're like, yeah, people have also, so I, I got my, my upgrade glitched. Some people had the hit level 27 glitched. Go to Kataka games or Kakata. I forget what their name is. They're responding to people. We're aware. We're sorry, blah, blah, blah. And I tweeted them. I was like, Hey, I just upgraded everything. And like, I was really planning on platinum this game. If I can get through cyber Vaders, the, you know, the space invaders game. And I said, it seems like a lot of people are there are having issues similar to this as well. They said, we know, we're aware of it. We're very sorry. We're working on a fix. We want you to get the platinum. Okay, thanks. So until I get an update for a top run, yeah, I'm not playing that. it again because I'm like, if I would have had one upgrade left to get and I would have known that trophies were glitched, I would have just, because I've got more pixels than I need to do all my upgrades. Like I have way, I could buy every skin for Buddy and skin for Kevin and whatever, but I don't care. But if I would have just known ahead of time that this was glitched, I would have just left it alone. Because I'm still worried that once they fix this, it's gonna. I'm going to install the update. I'm going to open it, and that trophy's still not going to pop. And then I'm like, well, I'm done now. Because I'm not trying for... I've had fun with this game. As of now, it is my game of the year because it's the only game in 2020 that I've played. But if they don't fix this to where my trophies just pop, I'm just done playing it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not playing it for fun because at, at this point, I'm just. I'm just hate playing it to get that freaking platinum and it's so difficult um but yeah until they fix that 
I'm not doing it anymore. I wouldn't either. So frustrating. Come on, Kakata, Katakataka Games. Figure it out. Sean. You want to get in the news of the week? Yes. All right. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, we got some major Xbox. If you're watching on stream, go back and watch the podcast. It'll make sense. While Sony remains silent, Xbox is saying, hey, here's everything except the price that you need to know about Series X. <clears throat> this comes from Xbox. The future of gaming has never been more inspiring. Creativity in games is flourishing. New services empower you to discover more games and bring you closer to the games and creators and streamers you love. Hmm, streamers. They don't mention anything here about streaming. That's interesting. I just thought of that. The cloud creates a massive opportunity to stream. Con oh, that's... Uh, well, no. Never mind. Console <laughs> quality games and play with people you want wherever you want. And for many of us, nothing is more inspiring than the dawn of a new console generation. We know you expect the next generation of consoles to set new standards in graphical power and processing speed, converging together in games that look incredible and feel alive. This will all... You're right there. This will be defined by worlds that are visually astounding and immediately immersive. With innovative leaps in CPU, GPU, and storage technology to give you frictionless access to new stories and new creators constantly. They are talking a lot. They don't talk about anything. They just talk about streaming twice and then creators. It's interesting. I just wonder what that means for Twitch and stuff, but that's interesting. Yeah. We've been using Xbox Series X in our internal take-home program and are energized by the feedback we've been receiving. At Xbox, we value being open and transparent with you, and I'm proud to be able to share details about some of the technologies we're enabling for the next generation and look forward to boldly sharing more as we head towards E3. That's a shot at Sony. Compared to the previous generation, Xbox Series X represents a superior balance of power and speed in console design, advancing on all technological fronts to deliver amazing, dynamic living worlds and minimize any aspects that can take you out of the experience. Our job at Team Xbox, that was in capitals, by the way, is to give teams the tools they need to achieve their ambitions and tap into the console's power with efficiency, a few of which we're detailing today. Raw power is just part of the story. A next-generation custom processor. All right, so this is finally the meat. I probably could have skipped all that, but whatever. Series X is our most powerful console ever, powered by our custom-designed processor, leveraging AMD's latest Zen 2 and RDNA 2 architectures, delivering four times the processing power of an Xbox One, and enabling developers to leverage 12 teraflops of GPU. Do you know what GPU stands for? Graphics processing unit. Or is it giraffe, giraffics processing? I was waiting for you to be as smart as <laughs> Twice that of an Xbox One X and more than eight times the original Xbox One. Xbox Series X delivers a true generational leap in processing and graphics power with cutting edge techniques resulting in... I don't know what I just said. Did I say techniques? It sounded weird. You did, but it did sound weird. Higher frame rates, larger, more sophisticated game worlds, and an immersive experience unlike anything seen in console gaming. Variable rate shading. This is the first time I've heard of this. Our patented form of VRS empowers developers to more efficiently utilize the full power of Series X. Rather than spending GPU cycles uniformly to every single pixel on the screen, they can prioritize individual effects on specific game characters or important environmental <laughs> objects. The technique results in more stable frame rates and higher resolution with no impact on the final image quality. 
Hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing. So we've got rate shading and ray tracing. You can expect more dynamic and realistic environments powered by hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing, a first for console gaming. This means true to life lighting, accurate reflections, and realistic acoustics in real time as you explore the world. SSD storage. With our next generation SSD, nearly every aspect of playing a game is improved. Game worlds are larger, more dynamic, and load in a flash, and fast travel is just that. Fast. Quick Resume. The new Quick Resume feature lets you continue multiple games multiple. from a suspended state almost instantly, returning you to where you were and what you were doing without waiting through load long loading screens. Dynamic latency input. We're optimizing latency in the player-to-console pipeline, starting with our Xbox wireless controller, which leverages our high-bandwidth proprietary wireless communication protocol when connected to the console. With dynamic latency input, a new feature which synchronizes input immediately with what is displayed, controls are even more precise and responsive. Are the controllers still going to use AAA batteries? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't even notice latency, honestly, as long as you're not, as long as you've got game mode on on your TV. Right. But if they can even get it better than it is, that's cool. But I mean, mm, it's better. It's better. HDMI 2.1 innovation. We've partnered with the HDMI forum and TV manufacturers to enable the best gaming experience through features such as auto low latency mode, Elm, and variable refresh rate for. Elm <laughs> allows Xbox One and Series X to automatically set the connected display to its lowest, la- lowest latency mode. Ver synchronizes the display's refresh rate to the game's frame rate, maintaining smooth visuals without tearing, ensuring mineral, minimal lag and the most responsive gaming experience. 120 frames per second support. With support for up to 120 FPS, Xbox Series X allows developers to exceed standard standard 60 FPS output in favor of heightened realism or fast-paced action. They could have just said 120 (laughs) FPS support. Like, you said one sentence there, it's like, yeah, no, that's what that is. Uh, Four generations of gaming. Our commitment to compatibility means existing Xbox One games, including backward compatible 360 and original Xbox game, look and play better than ever before. Your favorite games, including titles and Xbox Game Pass, benefit from steadier frame rates, faster load times, and improved resolution and visual fidelity, all with no developer work required. Your Xbox One gaming accessories also come forward with you. Smart delivery. This technology empowers you to buy a game once and know that whether you're playing it on a One or a Series X, you're getting the right version of the game on whatever Xbox you're playing on. We're making the commitment to use smart delivery on all our exclusive Xbox Game Studios titles, including Halo Infinite, ensuring you only have to purchase a title once in order to play the best available available version for whichever console you pl- you play on. The technology is available for all developers and publishers, and they can choose to use it for titles that will release on Xbox One first and come to Series X later. And finally, Xbox Game Pass, in addition to games from across four generations of consoles, our leading game subscription service, Xbox Game Pass, will continue to have our first-party games like Halo Infinite included at launch. We look forward to millions of you experiencing the Xbox Games portfolio and immersing yourselves in a deep library of high-quality games, playing those you love now and also discovering your great next adventure. Holy crap, that is the most I've ever read on this podcast. That was a lot. So here's what I wrote down. I probably could have just done this from the beginning, but I like to read, even though I can't do it. Um, 12 teraflops. So this does confirm the previous leak that we saw from somebody. So it looks like the PS5 will probably be 9.2 teraflops. 
because that was what the league said, 12, 9.2. But I assume the Series S will be below 9.2. Like, I think the PS5 is going to be between the Series X way up here, probably for a way up here price, and then the Series S or whatever they call it. The variable rate shading stuff. They talked about DirectX ray tracing. We've known that before, but it is, again, like Sony has said as well, it's hardware ray tracing. It's not software ray tracing. Quick resume for multiple games. A report came out after this. Like, even if you shut down your Xbox and reboot it, and then you say, oh, man, I was playing Bioshock. I don't remember if I saved. Click, boom, you're right back where you were, even after rebooting. That's pretty cool. It's super cool. Smart delivery, so you buy a game, play it on either Xbox. So there's no more, like... I do wonder what Sony's going to do with this. Like, Last of Us comes out in May. A year from now, do they have the balls to say, here's Last of Us Part 2 enhanced for PS5? Well, I already bought the freaking game. Just give me the patch. You know? I don't know. Next-gen yeah. SSD, HDMI 2.1, four generations of games on one system. Also, uh, Cyberpunk uh, uh, CD Projekt tweeted out right after this, hey, Nobody should be forced to buy the same game twice. If you buy Cyberpunk on the Xbox One, when the Series X version is available, you'll be able to update to it for free. Sony needs to do that. Sony needs to do something. Like, again, Xbox, they've really been hitting it out of the park ever since E3 2013 when they just fell flat on their faces. Ever since they brought in Phil Spencer, they've been knocking it out in the park out of the park and now like they're giving us they've given us now everything except price the garage door is on our end what do you think about all this and what does sony do to try to keep up with this or counter this or whatever this this all sounds it's freaking amazing so it's all good it's all good man um but that's the thing i, mean, I won't play bioshock tomorrow night because i gotta watch salt i do want like i'm ready not because i'm worried that they're falling behind or whatever i'm just getting very anxious i want sony to come out with some information now i get th they don't really they just dominated the last gen yeah, like not even close a first round knockout like just utter domination so they don't really they can they can sit back and just be like come on microsoft let's see what you got and Microsoft is coming out swinging. Sony needs to be able to step in and throw some punches back. Um, but it's not like ooh, Microsoft is just destroying Sony. No, Sony's just they. This is what Microsoft needs to do. Yes, Sony. They're playing from behind to yeah. do this. Like they can exactly. Yeah. So I'm not really too worried about it. It definitely gives <clears> me. No matter what, I'm buying a PS5. There's no part of me that's like, well, let's see what Sony comes back with and see which one I'm going to get. I'm not the getting hell with Xbox. God of War 2 and Horizon 2 and Spider-Man right. like, 2. I'm going to get an Xbox. Right? I'm, There's no chance. I'm getting a PS5 regardless. But this def definitely gives me... I don't care. I don't think I would even notice what 12 teraflops versus 9.2 or whatever even looks like. I don't think I really care. I do like some of the features. Now, a lot of them have been more or less confirmed, you know, for like we know PS5 is going to have the solid state, solid state drive, no loading time, blah, 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 blah. And that's good. Um, in the end, I'm sure Xbox will have some little nifty features and gadgets that Sony doesn't have and vice versa. Um, 
but it's going to be interesting. I cannot wait. I'm not even like, I, I think I said last week or maybe the episode before that. I don't even care who quote unquote wins this generation. I don't right. nothing. It's not like I even care that Sony won the last generation. We don't own stock in Sony, either company or anything. Sony yeah. killed it. All their, their first party games were unbelievable. I would care no more or less about them if Xboxes were just as good. Like yeah. Sony was fantastic on the PS4. I don't really care how Microsoft did. So I don't really care who quote unquote wins, like whatever. Um but this is gonna be it's gonna be fun. And I have a lot I I yeah. This is I'm gonna, ready for Sony to actually say something. This is gonna be a heavyweight fight. Um, Xbox has clearly learned from everything they screwed up last gen, and they're coming out swinging. Uh, yeah. Um, the thing I go back to with this is I can't remember who the developer was, but there was somebody at a third party. I think it was a third party. I don't think it was a first party because Sony wouldn't let them talk. But they said something about the fact that one of the most the most exciting features for the PS5 have not even been talked about yet. Now, I can't even fathom what that is. Maybe that is stuff like variable rate shading and quick resume. Maybe it's the stuff that now Xbox has already beaten them to the punch, and maybe that's why they did this, to try to get out there ahead of time, even if both systems will probably have some of the same features. If Xbox says it first, it puts them in a better position, period. But I wonder what are those great features that we don't but, even know but about. But to some extent, it's not like if Sony comes out and says, yeah, we have this quick resume too. Oh, copycat. I right. mean, you can't just be like, no, we've been working on it for like five years. <laughs> right. right. Like if they have any of these, they obviously already had them. They didn't, they're not going to come out with it over like a few weeks since Xbox announced this, but whatever. I'm very excited. As, as a Sony fanboy, everything that Xbox revealed here sounds freaking awesome. Yeah. And... Like you said, I echo what you said. I'm buying a PS5, probably right on launch day. Um, and unless it's like $700, then I'm like, okay, Sony, what in the hell are there's you no doing? Way. But there's no way. So if anything, this makes me excited for what Sony is also doing, even if it's just all this same stuff, but maybe 100 bucks cheaper. Okay, let's go. Yeah. You know, Xbox, hats off to you. You're... You're you're taking names so far, so congratulations. The Series X sounds awesome. Next up, this past week, a lot of outlets, pretty much every outlet, was able to go hands-on with Resident Evil 3, and here are some of the highlights I wrote down. First off, everybody says it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Raccoon City is much bigger with larger areas and reimagined sequences from the original game. You now have, Jill now has the perfect dodge to activate your slow-mo counter window. Your knife does not degrade as it did in RE2. So you've got a knife, you got a knife. You don't have to worry about it breaking off in a zombie's chest or whatever. However, you can no longer use it in self-defense. So when a zombie gets on you, you can't just hit circle or square, whatever it was, and just stab them in the neck to get them off of you. Yeah. That's where this perfect roll, what's it called, perfect dodge thing comes in. I saw a gif of it. I think Nibel tweeted it. It's like a zombie goes to go at you, and you push R1, I think, right at the right second, and she dodges out of the way like the Matrix. It slows down, but she's in real time. Then you can turn around and go pop, 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 and just destroy it in the head or whatever. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot. That That's going to be a big – getting that timing down is going to have to – it's going to be a big thing uh, in RE3. Environmental traps like exploiting, ex, exploiting, exploding barrels and electrical boxes – 
are there so you can blow up zombies. You can stun them with electricity and stuff, then you can go up and stab them to death or whatever, to death again. You know what I mean? Uh, you can craft ammo again, just like in 7 and 2, so you get like this gunpowder and this gunpowder, and then you put them together and it makes bullets somehow. Or you put this and this and it tur- makes grenades, whatever. Now, if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that was available in the original. Or at least some version of it. I that feel like I that know. is where it started. Really? It was RE3. And then it kind of disappeared and it wasn't in any of the other ones. But I feel like I remember some kind of system like that okay. in the original. So Interesting. Yeah. Nemesis is obviously super powerful and everything. But if you manage to, it seems like you can do to him what you could do to Mr. X. Like shoot him in the head stun a couple times and, and he's away. like, oh. But when you stun him before you run away, he does supposedly drop high-powered ammo and weapon upgrades um you can modify weapons in this like they said for a few examples you can add a laser dot site you can get an extended magazine and you can add a silencer now the fact that silencers are in this that's interesting because i'm trying to think back to re2 if a zombie or if you're shoot if a zombie comes at you here and you shoot them does this the zombie over here, here and, and they come over so. so now you can go and he's just dead this guy doesn't know then you go over there and you go in your face. Right. So, that's cool. Uh, fanny packs are back to expand your inventory. Uh, there is also an assist mode that you can activate, which regenerates your health slowly over time. It weakens the enemies. You get more ammo, and you also get access to an assault rifle. Baby-ass baby mode. <laughs> I'll probably play on that. Um, and they did also confirm a demo is coming for Resident Evil 3. No dates were given yet. Sean. Hype level... What do you think about all these these little tidbits? What, what do you think about RE3? I'm still super excited. I No part of me... I mean, I hope to God I'm wrong. And even if I'm not, whatever. But I just can't imagine this game being as good as 2. I mean, 2 is my game of the year. Yeah. I don't foresee... I mean, this is a stacked year. So I'm not... No part of me is expecting this to be game of the year. Even if it's better than RE2, it's probably still not going to be my game of the year, which is crazy. Um, I'm looking forward to it, but I don't have super favorable memories, thoughts, whatever, of the original. Now, the original RE2 was one of my favorite. Hmm. It was one of my favorite Resident Evil games. It was the first Resident Evil game that I actually beat. Um... I don't know. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. I don't know that it can be better than two. Yeah. I think in the end, two is better. better. I think I'm what the my main worry. I know the game will be no better than no worse than good. I worry I'm if I'm gonna feel like didn't I just do this with a tyrant with Mister X? You know, in RE two and I hope I hope I'm wrong. I want to love this game, but yeah, if this game ends up being better than Final Fantasy and Watch Dogs and maybe Horizon 2 and Streets of Rage 4. Last of Us. Last of Us Part 2. My God, what's wrong with me? Um, then that that means it's probably the best Resident Evil ever. Period. One thing I'm curious to see how it plays out is how does Nemesis compare to Mr. X? So... The way I remember it in 3, yeah, there's parts where Nemesis is just like walking or sometimes like running after you. 
and you got to keep, you, you got to run or fight him off or whatever. But I remember Nemesis being a lot of like jump scares, like hum de dum and he like busts through a wall or whatever. Whereas two, there was a little bit of that, but two, the remake I'm talking, yeah, just hearing Mister X just. He's just always there. Just, yeah. yeah, it's just like you just hear him walking around, and it's like he was he's like Jason somewhere. Like he didn't need a freaking flamethrower or rocket launcher. He was just—I mean, he ended up getting a weapon at the end, but he was just Jason. Like he was like, "I'm going. I see you, and I'm going to walk very slowly, and I'm going to catch you, and I'm going to cave your face in when I punch it." Like I still say that uh, something about—I mean, Nemesis is more or less he's this game's version of mr x except faster and has like weapons yeah somehow at least the weapons portion of it i don't know why to me it makes him less scary he's obviously more scary from a holy crap how do i deal with this kind of standpoint but just a like oh god like off putting just like just being freaked out kind of standpoint, I feel like the weapons take away from it. And I don't know, I can't really put it into words why, but like, I don't know. So I'm curious, I'm sure I'll still be scared to death playing this game, but I'm curious to see how that all plays out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Mr. X didn't need it. He's just like, I'm going to walk over there and I'm going to kill you. And I don't need anything else to do it. You can't get away from me. Yeah. It's not like Jason was chasing people with a freaking Gatling gun or something, you know? Yeah. He's just like, no, I'm going to walk over there with my knife. Well, just think about it. It's just so much more personal. Like, yeah. any kind of scary movie, the bad guy's never got a gun. Right. He's got, like, a knife or, like, a hook, or he's just going to, like, strangle you. Like, it's so much more personal. If Scream or Friday the 13th or whatever, the bad guy, his weapon was, like, a pistol. Like, it wouldn't be scary. Right. I mean, I guess you could still make the movie scary, but it's there's something about that, like, close-up, like, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's more personal, I guess. Yeah. And the weapons kind of psychologically and physically they like pull you it. apart. Like yeah. it's it's not as like in your face. I'm sure he will very much be in your face, but I don't know. I'm just I'm curious to see how it plays out. I'm sure it'll still be just terrifying. But yeah. yeah. One funny thing that just made me think of completely off topic. I got over there to pick up Elias on Wednesday or something, and Dad was like, "Oh, we watched Saw last night." And I was like, "Like the original? You watched Saw?" He said, "I said the horror movie." And he's like, "Better call Saw." Oh. I was like, "Oh, I thought you said Saw." I was like, and Mom was like, "Oh yeah, I watched." It. I was like, "What?" I was like, "What the hell world am I living in that Mom would watch Saw?" She didn't. It was Saw. It's all good, man. All right, next up, the last item on the news before we get to the wrap-up. Yacht Club, Yacht Club Games had their second-ever Presents stream. Cyber Shadow is out this fall. I can't wait. That game looks so freaking awesome. I cannot wait to play it. It's just it's Ninja Gaiden with, like, robot ninjas and stuff. Now, is this so like, excited for Is it, like, Metroidvania, or is it more just... I don't think so. I think it's more level. But I think it's just levels. Okay, yeah. Um, it does have Amiibo support. You can unlock exclusive content on the Switch if you've got any Shovel Knight Amiibos. Yacht Club didn't make this. They're just publishing it. I forget who makes it. I think it might be one person, which is just insane. Um, Shovel Knight is in the game because he's in everything. He I think be. he's like an assist or something. He's not like... But I mean, hell, Shovel Knight was in freaking Bloodstain. 
Yeah. He's everywhere. Uh, you can now get Shovel Knight stickers applications on your iPhone or Android if you would like to send stickers. I mean, I don't even know. I've got like Last of Us stickers on here. I'd say I wouldn't even know how to get them, how to use them. I guess you can just send them in a message instead of like where you would look up. Yeah. Get, yeah, exactly. So you go like, Uncharted. Yay, here's Drake eating a burger and here's Why playing video games. Disney Prince? D- uh, Prince Ali. And what then the here's, it's just stickers apps. And like, here's Joel. Here's Ellie having a good time. Even, sorry, I'm not even talking to them. How you, you download like, a sticker app on iOS. Like through messages or you go to the app store? You just go to the like, app store. Like, do you actually have an uncharted sticker app? Not, it just installs in your it okay. in your messages. Okay, I gotcha. Well, now I kind of want to look and see what else is available. So there's that. They said Shovel Knight Dig development is, quote, going well, and it will not be out this year. It will be out in 2021. I mean, I that's, that's fine. I'm still iffy on that game. I don't know. But they did announce they are also working on two new games. One is a new IP. The other one, damn sure, better be Shovel Knight 2. I am just, I'm not holding my breath. <sighs> It better be. And then they also announced Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, which is a roguelite falling blocks puzzle game hybrid with Shovel Knight characters. Okay. There is a story mode, a two-player versus mode, and the soundtrack is by Jake Kaufman. I assume I could be wrong, but I think he's the guy that did Shovel Knight as well. And it introduces a new character, Puzzle Knight. Any thoughts on Shovel on Shovel Knight's announcements on Yacht Club Games' announcements? I'm happy. <laughs> what did I say? What, I said Games's or something. Yacht Club Games' announcements. I'm excited for Cyber Shadow. I'm glad. I'm I, way I more feel excited. Like it should have yeah. been out already, but I cannot wait to play that game. Yeah, part of me is like, Ugh, I don't want to wait till fall, but it's also like I, I'm gonna have plenty to do. We're about now to get busy. Then. Yeah, yeah. Like Sean Paul. Now you're enchantress for some reason. <laughs> and now it's time for the wrap up. Hideo Kojima is receiving the BAFTA Fellowship, which is their highest award. Congratulations, sir. I know you're watching. Sabotage, the studio behind The Messenger, is announcing their new game on March 19th, which is 18 days from when we're recording this. I'm very excited to see what that is. It's, I assume it's a another pixel-based awesome game, and I can't wait to see it. The Messenger was freaking awesome. I loved it on Switch. I loved it even more on PS4. Controlled even better on there. I got the Platinum, obviously. I cannot wait to see what they do next. I loved The Messenger. I mean, they've set the bar pretty high. Yeah. Floyd Araya, Araya, I-R-A-I-A, I'm just going to call him Floyd, was announced as the last playable character for Streets of Rage 4. They also showed off two-player online co-op and four-player local co-op. That's going to be... I mean, that's cool. I wish four-player was, four was player. online also. Yeah. So me and you and Bernardo and yeah. whoever can all get... And Logan. Or Logan would probably be the other one. Yeah. Um, can all get online and play that together. It'd be awesome. 
Square Enix announced this past week that there will have no next-gen exclusives until, quote, further down the road. So any games they're releasing, they will come out on PS4 and 5, the 1 and the Series X, etc. Yeah, uh, that's my... <laughs> Harmonix unveiled Fuser, a new game that they think is going to bring rhythm games back. It's described as, quote, a nonstop virtual music festival where you control the music. It's like DJ Hero, but it's a festival is what I gathered from it. To me, these kind of games only work like Guitar Hero works because you know the songs. Yeah. Now, I'm sure there's some people, plenty of people who can play like Beat Saber and be like, oh, I love this song. But like I played it, it was kind of fun, but it's not. I'm like, when I don't know. This song it yeah. means nothing to me. So if it's purely just like a rhythm, like I don't know. If it's not songs like music that I know, I just I don't care. Yeah. I don't care, period. But I'm happy if people are happy. The Wonderful 101 remastered is out May 19th. Also, Project GG was announced from Platinum Games, which is their first self-published title, and is supposedly the spiritual successor to Beautiful Joe and the Wonderful 101. Congratulations to them. Games with Gold were announced for March. The X-Bone is getting Batman, The Enemy Within, which is Batman Season 2. Didn't they just get Season 1 like last month I or two months very ago? very recent, I yeah. think. And then Shantae, Half Genie Hero. I've never played those games, but I feel like they've made 15 or 20 of them. They look like really fun, old-school uh, platform action games. They look really cool, and they're supposed to be pretty good. The Xbox 360, backwards compatibility as well, is getting Castlevania Lords of Shadow Two didn't they just get Lords of Shadow one last month? Am I crazy? I don't remember. And then Sonic Generations, which is a much better game than what Sony is giving. PlayStation Plus games were announced for March, and they are Shadow of the Colossus, which we both own. That is correct. And Sonic Forces, with which neither of us want to own. I don't remember, I don't even know what that is. Remember when Sonic Mania came out and it was awesome? And then later that year they put out the 3D Sonic game, which was not awesome? Is that, That's that. So it's like Sonic, what was that one game? Well, but I mean it's, uh, I don't I don't mean this in a bad way. So it's like that terrible Sonic game. It's that it's kind of. It's not that bad, but it's that no, kind of. No, I know it's of, not yeah. that bad, but it's, okay. Yeah, it's Where that. you like, you're jump, you're like, and then you Sonic go up and there's like a target, work. target, target, target. Not only that, you don't even play as Sonic for all this game. You create your own character to start the game, your own Sonic kind of character. And, and then now you what team up with him and stuff. Forces. Generations. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know it's better than I Sonic I know it's forces. better than Sonic Forces. And Shadow of the Colossus, I mean, I'm just upset because I'm going to say Xbox wins this month. It's mostly because I already have Shadow of the Colossus. And I think if I didn't buy that game, yeah. I would be I'd be like, well, PS Plus. Yes, but exactly. Even knowing that I didn't end up caring for the game that much. If I had never played it, I would have been over the moon to see it on there. So, yeah. but whatever. I'm giving it to Xbox this month. Congratulations, yeah. Microsoft. Now, is that Castlevania a Metroidvania? It's the the it's the last Castlevania game they made, unfortunately. That's the sequel to Lords of Shadow, obviously. But that's the the 3D Castlevania. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's the the first one was okay. The second one's supposed to just not be good. Okay, 
So it sounds good in name. Ooh, 3D Castlevania game for free. Awesome. But it's not that good a game. It's not that good a game. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 100. And set, oh, this was the wonderful 171 episode. Yeah. Yay. I don't know what that noise was <laughs> that he did. Of the two-player co-op podcast, thank you guys so much for being here. As always, you know, you can find us on nerd901.com where they're uniting, uniting nerds across the Mid-South and the multiverse. You nowding. <laughs> Made up a new word. Also, check out Ernie the Blur Without Fear, youtube.com slash blur without fear. Obviously, on Twitter, you can find us at Kevin White24. He's at Real Sean White. Together we're at two player underscore co op. Oh, also, um, I don't know the deets. Uh probably just be at twitch TV slash nerd901. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're doing the thing. Uh March 20th, we're doing a live stream uh benefiting uh Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Um, not to be confused with Big Daddy's Little Sisters. Um, Whoa. <laughs> um, oh, the other thing that's cool in two, there are Big Sisters. Am I crazier to the Big Daddies started getting more? Because I got like, it seems like where I'm at now, they're not called Rosie anymore. There's Rosie. There's Bouncer. There's, there's I got Elite Bouncers is what I got to. Yeah. Seems like they were a little quicker. They take a little bit more damage. But to me, it's like every single one I got to was easier than the previous one just because... You get used to it. You get used to it and you're getting better weapons and whatever. Um, but yeah, March 20th. I don't know the time. I want to say it's like 7 to midnight Central Time. <sighs> um, we're doing a live stream benefiting boys. Nope. Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Um, we're doing, uh, some tabletop gaming. It'll be my first time. It's something that ever since we met Ernie, um, yeah. we've been talking about, you know, wanting to do it. I'll be there. I don't think Kevin will. Um, maybe you're more than welcome to, but, um, so we're gonna be playing some games, probably drinking some drinks, uh, just having a good time raising money for a good cause. So if you're into that kind of thing, check it out, uh, twitch.tv slash nerd nine Oh one. Uh, March 20th. I think it's 7 to midnight central time. So Is that stop f- in, check it out. That's a Friday. Friday, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, You know all the other things. That's it for episode 171. Um, If you're watching live, thank you so much for watching. Uh, we're going to go off lof- offline. Off lof- off lof- we're off going to go lof- offline, and then we're going to come back here in a few minutes. We might be playing a little bit of games. Uh, so you should also also make sure you go to twitch.tv slash two-player underscore co-op because you never know when Sean's going to turn my amiibo the wrong way. Um, <laughs> that's it for this week. We'll be back next week with 172, but until that time, Sean, good and take us out. Thank you for playing. <laughs>